Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Randy Couture. If you're out there looking for a great sports podcast, go check out Big Mouth Small Words. What up, guys? It's Josh Lutte, and I just want to give a shout-out to the Big Mouth Small Words podcast in Boston. Thank you guys for your dedication and support. Go Pets. Hey, it's Big Jim from 98.5 The Sports Hub, and I love listening to Big Mouth Small Words. Check them out at Big Mouth Small Words Podcast. Big Mouth Small Words Sports Talk. We back, baby. Another episode. Let's go. Oh, 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 oh. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 179 of the Big Mouth Small Words podcast. I'm feeling better. I'm coughing less. I'm ready to go. It's the weekend. Last week, I wasn't on my A game. I'm really sorry to everybody. I had to rush my picks a little bit because of the bachelor party, but you know what? We didn't do too bad. We didn't do great. We didn't do too bad. I went eight and six on Sunday, bring my overall record to 35 wins, 21 losses, which actually brings us down to 63% on the year. It's not bad, but we got to pump those numbers up in letter Kenny. They said, we're here, but we got to get here. You can't see me, but my, my hand is going very, very high to the ceiling. So, we're going to figure it out. I hope you listened to me last night. I'll tell you that. I picked the Rams at negative 2.5. I picked the under, and I hit both. Everybody was going over. Everybody was over the rainbow about it, but I wasn't. I said hit the under. I was right. Of course, it took Russell Wilson breaking his hand, which was disgusting, but it happened. So if you want to win money with me, Pat Kearns, Big Mouth Small Words, on Thursdays and Mondays when it comes to football season, you follow at Big Mouth Small Words Podcast. You'll get it going. It's very funny. I got a lot of good content on there, so check it out. But enough about last week. Let's get to these NFL Week 5 Sunday matchups. So let me look at this real quick. I believe we're going to start with the London matchup. Yes, yes. The 1-3 New York Jets versus the 1-3 Atlanta Falcons. Now, a week ago, I would say this was a pretty easy pick. Today, I got no clue. I don't know what to believe. The Falcons looked like their old selves last week. They scored a bunch of points. They blew the game late. That's classic Falcons. The Jets did not look like themselves, though. They went up against the Titans, who are a good team. I know they didn't have A.J. Brown. I know they didn't have Julio Jones, but they still had Derrick Henry. They still had an all right defense, and the Jets made it happen. So good for Zach Wilson. You did great. The Jets were good, but what the hell do I do here now? Oh. <sighs> You know, you hate to start it out. Plus, when they're playing in London, these games tend to be a little crazy. I believe for the Falcons, they don't have Russell Gage. They don't have Calvin Ridley. They don't have anybody. I mean, Kyle Pitts will play, but they're they're hurting right now. I'm very tempted to take the Jets here. Ooh, I don't love it. I don't love it at all. But you know what? Matt Ryan in London... I feel like I'm going to go Falcons here, and I hate it. I'm going to go the Falcons at negative 3.5, and I'm it's just a gut thing. I don't even feel amazing about it, but the Jets, they're coming off a big win. Expectations will be not high, but, you know, medium for them, and I think they blow that. So I'm going to go with the Falcons at negative 3.5. Now this brings us to the... One and three New England Patriots versus the one and three Houston Texans. 
Now, the Patriots, I got to give them credit here. They showed up last week. They brought the fight to Brady. They brought the fight to the Bucks, And that tells me a couple of things, okay? The players haven't given up on Bill Belichick, all right? Bill still has some tricks up his sleeve, and the Patriots have their quarterback of the future. I mean, Mac Jones seems like the real deal. I don't know how you can come out of that game thinking that he's not. 19 consecutive completions. He set a rookie record. He stared down the best quarterback of all time, and he didn't blink. I mean, that's really impressive. So I don't see a way that the Patriots don't destroy the Texans. The Texans are just not a good team. So I'm going to take the Patriots at negative 9.5. I know they don't score a lot of points. They've yet to, like, explode and have that moment where you're like, damn, Mac Jones is going off. This might be that week. This might be that week that Nelson Aguilar over the top and he starts throwing some bombs and they start getting it going. I'm going Patriots negative 9.5. We move on. The 0-4 Detroit Lions versus the 1-3 Minnesota Vikings. I mean, if there's one thing that I know about the Minnesota Vikings, they love to beat up on bad teams. I mean, they love it. This is the Vikings' favorite thing in the world. And the Lions come into this game winless. They're banged up on the defensive side of the ball. Man, I see the Vikings taking this opportunity to just just, just hang up like over 30 points. I really do. I think Thielen and Jefferson are going to have huge days. Yeah, I think Cousins throws for more than three touchdowns. I think it's going to be a long one for the Lions. I'm taking the Vikings at negative 7.5, and honestly... I'm using that as my lock of the week. Lock of the week. Oh, yeah. Case closed. Case is closed. There's no question about that. Now we move on to the 1-3 Philadelphia Eagles versus the 3-1 Carolina Panthers. This game is very interesting because I feel like the Eagles are better than what their record indicates, and I feel that the Panthers are worse than what their record indicates which would lead you to believe that I'm going to take the Eagles, but I'm not so sure. I mean, the Panthers did just acquire Stephon Gilmore from the Patriots, which helps their secondary tremendously. I mean, them losing their their star cornerback, and now they get a star cornerback. Um, I love the Panthers' defense. They're very good. They're going to have trouble containing Hurts, and I think the Eagles are going to keep this close. This is a tough one. This is where Vegas really likes to fist you. Plus 3.5 for the Eagles. You want to take it because you're thinking it's going to be close. You're thinking it's going to come down to a field goal. Crap. This is tough. Um, I'm going to take the Eagles at plus 3.5. I don't love the pick. Because I think the Panthers win this game. But I think it's going to be close. I just don't see Hurts screwing up as much as I'm going to go with the Eagles plus 3.5. A hungry dog wants it. They, they need this win. The Eagles need the win. Which brings me to the 2-2 two and two New Orleans Saints versus the 2-2 two and two Washington football team. I said last week that I was afraid to take the Saints because of the spread. Was I right? Oh, big time. I was big time right because they screwed me last week, and I'm pretty sure they want to screw me again this week, but you know what? No. No more Saints picks for me. No, I'm not taking the Saints as the favorite team again until they prove that they can be trusted, Jameis. You little idiot. You ruin everything. I'm going Washington plus 1.5. 
<coughs> but and now I'm coughing. But you know what? In the same breath, in the same breath, because I said that, they're going to screw me. Jameis is going to screw me. I'm taking the Saints. <laughs> I'm taking. I'm gonna take the freaking. I'm gonna. T- I'm freaking screw it. I'm taking the freaking Saints. It's not even an upset. I don't care. Don't take Washington because Jameis sucks. But then again, he's good. They can't make up their mind. I really wish they would. I really wish that you'd make up your freaking mind, Jameis, what you're going to be. I'm going to take the freaking Saints, all right? Negative 1.5. I am flopping on these picks. I would be terrified to take my advice this week. Holy crap. So I got I to gotta write this down. I'm really sorry that I have to do this at this moment. But, man, I am really screwing this up. Saints, negative 1.5. Holy crap. We move on. I'm sorry. Holy crap. So the 2-2 two and two Tennessee Titans versus the 0-4 Jacksonville Jaguars. Thank God. <coughs> thank, thank friggin' God. I mean, this game has lock of the week written all over it. The Titans lose a game that they should have won. The Jaguars coach has better tight end coverage than the club does when they're going down the field. And the Jaguars were bad anyway, but now their coach has given them a reason to quit, and I'm sure they're going to. Take the Titans by a million, but more specifically, take the Titans by negative 4.5. That is fantastic. Thank you for the easy pick, Titans. We move on. We got the 1-3 and three Miami Dolphins versus the 3-1 and one Tampa Bay Buccaneers. E. That's tough. There's another easy one here. The Dolphins can't seem to get out of their own way. They have been doing pretty decent with Brissett. I'm not going to lie. I might like him even better than Tua. I don't want to be a dick, but I'm being honest. I know the spread is 10.5, and it seems like a lot for the Bucs to have to cover. But after that close game last week, you know, Tom Brady's just going to be happy to get back on track. I think Brady was really screwed up with the Patriots game and uh, having to deal with all those emotions and and having to go through all that. I think he comes out of this... um, Wanting to put the league back on notice. Brady's not going to make mistakes. I think Brissett is going to turn the ball over. And I think the uh, Bucks are going to take that pretty easily. So I'm taking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 10.5. Negative 10.5. So then, ooh. Whoa. The 3-1 and one Green Bay Packers versus the 3-1 and one Cincinnati Bengals. This is the game of the week. And I'm not just saying that as a Bengals fan. This is a saucy, saucy game. This game is going to be a lot closer than people think. They see Aaron Rodgers going into Cincinnati and they just expect that Rodgers is going to make it happen. But both these teams are three and one for a reason. And I got to tell you guys a little secret here. A little secret. Come here. Come here. I'll tell you a secret. Okay. The Packers' weakness is the Bengals' strength. You imagine that? The Packers' corners are in trouble this week. Their best cornerback, Jair Alexander, out. See you later. Goodbye. The Bengals will be without Joe Mixon, which is tough, but guess what? We got T. Higgins back, baby. Our number one wide receiver. You've got Chase Higgins. You got Boyd. You got them all. With Uzama going off? I mean, the sky's the limit for our offense. We got our number one safety and Jesse Bates back. We got a Wouzier back. Our defense is going to be chomping at the bit to slap Rodgers right in his teeth, and I can't wait. The Bengals are coming to play this week, and in a shootout, because I'm telling everyone, hello, listen, this is going to be a shootout. 
I'm taking the freaking Bengals. I'm taking the Bengals. It is now time for my Yes. Because Joe Burrow rules. And Aaron Rodgers sucks. The Bengals defense shows up. And now the Packers are fucked. I can't freaking wait. Take the Bengals at plus 3.5. Smash it. Hit it over and over and over again. Smash it. God, I'm fired up for this one. Can you tell I'm feeling better? <laughs> but now we move on. We have the 3-1 and one Denver Broncos versus the 1-3 and three Pittsburgh Steelers. This game should be a slam dunk, but it won't be. Uh, as happy as I just was, I am now getting upset because I, I told everybody last week the Broncos were going to get smashed by the Ravens, and they did. The Steelers are weak right now but their backs are against the wall and they are always dangerous. The Steelers are always dangerous when they have nothing to lose. So Vegas has the Steelers favored for a reason here. I've seen them win this game more times than I would love to admit. I don't trust Drew Locke. Teddy Bridgewater is most likely not going to play. And even if he does with the concussion problems, it's not going to be great. I unfortunately have to take the Steelers at negative 1.5. They need this win. I mean, if they lose this game, they are screwed. So I hope they lose. I hope I am incorrect about this pick. But I got to take the Steelers at negative 1.5. We move on to the 2-2 two and two Chicago Bears versus the 3-1 and one Las Vegas Raiders. Matt Nagy is a pile of buttery dicks. Okay, when it comes to making decisions, he cannot make them. Andy Dalton is healthy. He is our starter. Everyone shits on his decision, and the next day he's like, Fields is the number one quarterback. It makes no freaking sense. As a head coach, you got to stick to your guns. That is, unless your gun is the freaking red rifle. You idiot, Matt Nagy, idiot, stupid, dumb. So the Raiders need a bounce back win. And they're going against an incompetent coach. And they're going against a rookie quarterback. And uh, I think this is just what the the doctor ordered. I'm sure Fields is going to make plays. But I'm taking the Raiders at negative 5.5 all day. All day. Sorry, I've been watching a lot of New Girl lately. Um, so, yeah. three and We go to the 3-1 and one Cleveland Browns versus the 3-1 and one LA Chargers. Ooh. Ooh, this could also be a game of the week. This is very nice. Now, this is two great teams going at it. You got to love it. I love what the Browns are doing everywhere, but at quarterback, this is the classic Browns. I know the defense is going to show up, but can they shut down Justin Herbert? No. They can't shut him down. They, They can slow him down, but they can't shut him down. And honestly, I could go over a million things here. But in reality, there's there's no reason to because in the end, I see Baker Mayfield making mistakes. And I see Justin Herbert making plays. And because of that, I have to take the charge as a plus one. I don't want... It's tough. It's a tough one. The Browns definitely have a chance, but it all depends on what Baker shows up and I don't have a lot of faith in him. So Chargers plus one. Move on to the 1-3 New York Giants versus the 3-1 Dallas Cowboys. Slam dunk, right? Cowboys, easy win. No. Division rival. This game is going to be closer than it should be for no reason. But I got to be honest with you guys. Uh, I have more faith in this Cowboys team than I've ever had. Like, I remember watching with Romo and I had a little bit of faith and all that. But 
dude, Dak Prescott is on one this year. He feels it. If he's healthy, I really think they have the sky's the limit for them. I think the Cowboys are really good. I think they win this game. It's going to be close. But at the end, I think they pull away. They probably win by 10. So I'm taking the Cowboys at negative 7.5. And now we move on to a game I don't want to talk about, but I have to. <sighs> the 2-2 two and two San Francisco 49ers versus the 4-0 and oh Arizona Cardinals. The Arizona Cardinals are the only undefeated team left in the NFL. The 49ers are banged up. The Cardinals look amazing. I have to start by saying how wrong I was about the Cardinals. The Cardinals beat the brakes off the Rams. I thought the Cardinals were pretenders, but week after week I watch Kyler make plays. I keep thinking that his idiocy is going to lead to him screwing up. But, hey, when you're undefeated, it's kind of hard for me to shit on you. A.J. Green has turned back the hands of time. Hopkins is Hopkins. I mean, everybody on that Cardinals team is making plays, and I really thought couple weeks ago when they should have lost to the Vikings. That might have brought them back down to reality. But, hey, they're undefeated, and I can't talk shit. So I'm going to shut my mouth when it comes to the Cardinals for now. I'm going to take the Cardinals at negative 4.5, please, and thank you. Now, oh, this is a good game. Oh, we're closing out with a bang here. So we have the freaking bills the three and one buffalo bills versus the two and two kansas city chiefs Ooh, i am so tempted to take the bills here they clearly want to avenge a loss that they took in the playoffs they want to be considered the top of the afc but at the same time the chiefs are at home Ooh, this is tough I don't know if I can pick the Chiefs to go under 500 again. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't see consecutive losses at home for such a good team. This game's going to be close, but Mahomes is going to pull away with this in the end. I I, I can't imagine they lose. They they're going to have a lot of explaining to do and they're going to be in trouble if they lose this game. So I'm going to take the Chiefs at negative 3. Because they are the home team. And yeah, I just it's it's tough to deal with them. But I like the Bills. I, I would actually like to see the Bills win that game, but I don't think they do. So take the Chiefs at negative three. That's the week five NFL picks right there. Um, so we did it. Those are the picks. I hope we win. I hope we get her going. We gotta get those numbers up of those games in the beginning are kind of oof, they're kind of scary. But uh, hopefully we can get our picks up. We can get those numbers up. And uh, we got, damn, the Bruins are, are coming back. So Batch has hit me up for all of my loyal listeners that listen to all of the playoff Boston Bruins banter that we did with me, him, and Matt. I think we're going to have to do it again. He told me that the start of the season is the 16th. I've been in such football mode that I have not even thought about hockey. I'm sorry. I'm being honest. I know I'm the big scary man guy. I know I'm supposed to be the Bruins guy and get it going. But football is football. I can't help myself. So I will get back on my Bruins knowledge. I will look at the team. And I think for the next podcast that we do, we're going to talk about what our expectations are for this team going forward because we got to figure that out. 
Are we pretenders? Are we contenders? What the hell's going on with Rask? What the hell's going on with the team? There's no Krejci. I don't know. I I really don't know. I, I got, I'm going to figure it out. I'll take the next few days to really dive into the uh, roster and see what I like and what I don't. I'm sure me, Matt, and Batch will yell at each other a bit and try to figure out what the hell we think. We should probably make some side bets because last year it was hilarious to do. So, yeah. Next episode, you'll be getting some Bruins stuff. Obviously, you're going to be getting more football from me all year long. So thank you to everyone that's listening. We are approaching 13,000 streams. Be amazing to get there soon. So thank you to everyone that listens. Thank you to everyone that checks out the blog. I'm going to end this episode here and say, as always, go to BigMouthSmallWords.com. I've got all the NFL picks there. If you can't listen, you can read. Go to at Big Mouth Small Words Podcast on Instagram. Funny content, a lot of good things. Everybody stay safe. Fucking embarrassing.